0: Show. Goddamn. it's a zoo okay i've been watching a lot of stuff so go ahead because i haven't out. watched okay. hardly anything okay the kids and i watched dr strange oh, that's a good one. and i really liked it and i didn't think i would like it but i, I fell did.
1: asleep during that one i don't think i ever went back until the end of
0: it oh it's pretty good um i liked it better than a lot of the last few movies in the marvel series I, like, have been doing a rewatch of Coven because, I don't know, we were talking about American Horror Story the last time and it just inspired me. I was like, you know what? I need to watch, I need to watch Coven. So, I'm, I'm making my way through that for the 400th time. I love that season. It's so good. And I've finished watching all of American Horror Stories.
1: No, I haven't, I haven't watched the most recent one, the, the final
0: whatever i uh, even watch um yet. game game over or some, something yeah. game over yeah 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 it was okay my favorite was probably actually the drive-in movie one
1: i really like that one too i'll have to go back mm-hmm. and see i didn't like the one before that the feral one i didn't like that oh one at no all. me neither that mm-hmm. didn't do anything me for me
0: and let's see we've watched glee we watched one more ted lasso but i'm still like one or two behind Oh, my
1: God. The Christmas episode. I haven't seen that one yet. That one was last week. This week's episode is Rainbow, which I haven't watched yet. But the Christmas episode, oh, my gosh. If you are feeling down, watch that shit. It will make your life. It's so good. It's just beautiful and wonderful and everything we love about Ted Lasso and more.
0: I was reading somebody talking about Ted Lasso on facebook or twitter and they were like i've become so disillusioned with tv that i keep waiting for the other shoe to drop i keep waiting for like something awful and for him to be an awful person and Mm -hmm. he's just like the purest thing in the world and how like it's such an uplifting show it renews your faith in humanity
1: you keep waiting for him to be like be a, inappropriate with like young girls or something, right. like like, or, yeah, just or, something.
0: or just some yeah just super soaking, racist really. or
1: something yeah
0: but it's just the it's just the most uh okay so you haven't watched a lot but what have you watched
1: something i've been watching with the kids is um conan without borders on hbo max we are huge code by a Bio needs a friend podcast fans and then I just love Conan and I always have. I love his sense of humor and I love his honesty. But um, he does Conan without borders. It started out as a lot of it were like Trump said that he was going to buy Greenland. I think it was Greenland. The where he said he was going to buy it. So they went to Greenland and be like, "What? Are you, well, Trump sent me here to buy you, you know." And it was just <laughs> and it's just like silly stuff. And like there, he went to Ghana. With Sam Richardson, who is amazing on V So sometimes he has, like, special guests that will come along with him. Sam Richardson is from Ghana originally. So he went with him. And they, like, he almost always meets with somebody who will, like, give him the the cultural appropriate, maybe working through some language, something, you know. But it's always, you know, done kind of as a Conan O'Brien, late night host kind of deal. And he was talking to this guy from Ghana. He said, well, do you think that I'd be attractive to women here? And he said, no. And he points to his fre- points to Conan's freckles and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, something wrong with you. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So yeah, we've been wow. watching a lot of that. And then um, I just stumbled upon this the other day. I don't know when I was folding laundry. It was on Netflix. It's called Untold Deal with the Devil. I think it's like a docu-series about athletes, it seemed like. It caught my eye because it was a story I was interested in about Christy Martin, the professional boxer. She was one of the first huge female boxers like she was on Mike Tyson's ticket for you know that was like huge back in the 90s and she was a lesbian and then um she's always a lesbian but and then she ended up you know she married her trainer who was 65 and she was like baby 30 but she married him because you know he took care of her all this stuff and then he got her hooked on coke even though she's the most well-known boxer other than Oh, Ali's daughter, whose name has just completely escaped me. Layla. Layla. So she's just amazing. And then her husband tries to kill her. He stabs her and then shoots her, like, in the head and tried to kill her. Turns out that, you know, she's a, a professional boxer who was known for knocking her opponent out with, like, the first punch. Like, her goal was always to knock everybody out. And this guy was abusing her. Horrible... Terrible shit that he was doing to her. And he's there. They, like, talked to him about it the whole freaking time. Which, is, the amazing access in the oh. documentary is... is whew, it's good. It's a good one. And that's about it. I can't think of anything else. I have a bunch of shit on my Wanna Watch. I feel like I watched something last night. And now it's just completely dropped out of my head.
0: I did convince Tweed to watch Val. Oh, and so he really liked it. And I just... I just love it. Love it, love it. It's just a... It
1: takes you nowhere other than just an emotional journey. It's not like mm-hmm. it's not there's there's not a story to tell other than he's just a really amazing human and I I like him. I like him a lot.
0: Me too. Me too. Oh my god. I tried to inhale and it was like I almost died. Okay. So <laughs> 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 Wow Hi everybody. I know. <laughs> Welcome to a late night recording of that's so original podcast, and by late I mean seven o three p.m. Dude, which is I mean that's for us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is
1: an after dark episode, and we know how those <laughs> ones go.
0: Oh, it's already. But started. it's on
1: my fault. My phone <laughs> wouldn't work. It's just too much bullshit.
0: Yeah, it already started off pretty, pretty sketchily. But we're we're gonna bring it together, because this is a momentous occasion. It is. The last episode of Cruel Summer. Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is called Hostile Witness. So I think we're going to be talking about a trial. What do you think? I think I just,
1: we're just talking about hostiles. Mean, I, no, I, mo- I don't know. That movie series.
0: Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Can't do that. I never watched it. Okay. That. No, me neither. I can't handle stuff like that. I could watch American Horror Story all day long. But I don't think that most of the gore in American Horror Story is gratuitous. I don't know. Maybe some of it is. But for the most part, it propels the story.
1: I feel like I watch a lot of like gross crap, but I can't do like the Saw movies and stuff. Those are just gore to be Mm -mm. gore. And I can't do that. I can't do Broken Bones. I can't Can't do do Broken Bones. Grosses
0: me out. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I remember. um... (laughs) Shoot. Now I can't remember what it was called. Oh, with Sarah Paulson that we did on Netflix. Oh, Ratchet? Ratchet, yeah, when he broke his arm Stop in the it. dress. Stop it. <laughs> okay, we'll start us off. Take it away, Tiffany.
1: So these events take place on October 3rd. Our cruel summer is over, kids. We are straight mm-hmm. on into fall. So in 1995, we are finally, finally in court. Jeanette's finally getting her day. And the lawyers are giving their opening statements and it's kind of a back and forth mishmash of between the two things I'm just going to sum up. They are talking about getting to the bottom of the truth and how Kate is a victim. No, Jeanette is a victim. And Kate is a victim. No, Jeanette is a victim. Because Because Kate lied and transformed Jeanette into America's punching bag. And we see Jeanette and Kate arrive at the courthouse in separate cars at the exact same time, like, they must have planned this out and then parked right next to each other in front of the courthouse because apparently they don't own a parking lot. They just park in the street, probably down right down the road from Martin's house because it's that's how it works. <laughs> These cars are mobbed by reporters, of course. And we see the two girls look over at each other like, oh, this is so awkward. And then we get this quick flash to Kate brushing her teeth next to Martin in 1993 And Jeanette and Jamie at the roller rink making out in 1994. Like, oh, look at how our lives have changed. Jeanette's Lawyer says, Kate's statements on the Marsha Bailey show have affected Jeanette's earning potential to the tune of $11 million. And I was like, what? How? (laughs) Because...
0: I said, wait, 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 what?
1: She's 17. What, she's never going to be able to work again because of this? I mean, I I understand. Like, this has put a, a big shadow on her life for quite some time but come on
0: who earns 11 million dollars over the entire course of their career i mean i'm sure there are people that do but Jeanette did she's not
1: a lot of them she's got big plans she's gonna own that video store she's
0: gonna (laughs) she's gonna take over that bar from angela (laughs) oh maybe she's gonna run some karaoke so with the three people that drink there a week (laughs) one of them being her dad and jamie
1: (laughs) So Kate's lawyer says that they are going to try and attack Kate's integrity, but the evidence is just not there. And then the lawyers argue about choosing the truth and how the truth is all about to be revealed. It's one or the other. You're going to choose the the truth or it's going to be revealed. End of scene. It's dumb. We hate it. So back to 1994 and Kate is getting dressed for the Marsha Bailey show. Joy says, you look great. Your look exhibits integrity and radiance. And then she grabs this big ugly headband and slaps it on Kate's head because she apparently just chopped all her hair off before going on national TV. And it's so goddamn embarrassing, you can't even tell. So they call Kate to be on the show from the green room. And Kate's like, let's go. And this is when Kate lets it all rip. This is when she outs Jeanette as the girl that saw me. Back at Jeanette's house, she's watching the show with her dad. And Greg is off his rocker piss because legally Kate can't do this. She can't come after Jeanette on national TV, on this Oprah-type, Barbara Walters-type show, and say that Jeanette saw her. So after the show, Kate stomps back into the green room, and Joy and Rod are flipping out that she mentioned Jeanette by name. Because, one, she broke the law. Two, you've, like, ruined us. Kate doesn't care. She tosses the headband into the garbage like, I am over being the good girl. And this headband is hideous. Bye. It really is. Yeah. And then cut immediately to Jeanette at her house, chopping off all her hair, like people do on TV, with a pair of, like, crappy scissors over the sink, and then they chop their all hair off, all crazy, and it looks great and normal for some reason. (laughs) There's not long pieces anywhere. It's just... And why is this a thing? Like... Well, I'm upset, I'm going to chop all my hair off. I've never done
0: this. Well, it's either that or people dye their hair some extreme color when they're in some time of crisis. You know, you know, you know people do this. You see it on Facebook. Same as I do. I'm feeling blue. I'm going to chop all my hair off and dye it purple. I don't know. I've never done it either, nee. but
1: nee.
0: maybe we should try it, Tiffany. Maybe that's what's wrong with us.
1: Oh, maybe that would... <laughs> this is why we're broken. We have not done yeah. this Rite of passage. Maybe
0: we should give that a shot.
1: Never.
0: Okay. So back outside the courtroom, all the reporters are trying to get an interview with Kate and Jeanette. They're literally crawling all over Jeanette like leeches. It's disgusting. Cut to Jeanette and Jamie having a powwow on the hood of his car. I don't know. She's telling him that tomorrow her lawyer is putting Kate on the stand as a hostile witness. It's going to be great for the case, but it's not going to make people like me. And Jamie says, well, I like you. And I was like, well, thank God. Case closed. Judgment for the plaintiff, or whatever they say. And he takes her hand and holds it.
1: Then he punches her.
0: (laughs) Yes, because that's what he does, because he's an abuser. Meanwhile, at Kate's house, she's on the online again, talking to Ashley slash Bernicky Bernicky, whatever, however you say it. Kate is saying that she's worried she might slip up tomorrow. Hmm. We don't know what that means quite yet. Back at Jeanette's, later that night, her dad catches her in the kitchen eating ice cream straight from the carton, and there is not a damn thing wrong with that. He tells her that Angela told him that she was nervous, and he says, you know, you can still talk to me. So, cut to the next day, Kate is on the stand, and Jeanette's lawyer is trying to confirm her story that Martin captured her by force, and Kate's like, yep, that's what happened. She says Martin offered her a ride home. He gave her a soda that was drugged. She passed up. Passed, passed up? up? How do you she pass up? up? She passed up. She passed down. She passed out. And when she woke up, she was in his basement. That's what I did. I put woke up and passed out together. <laughs> Jeanette's lawyer was like, mm-hmm, okay, you sure? Like, you pinky swear that's what happened? And Kate's like, "Yep." Yeah, mm-hmm. Out comes Exhibit 4. And the lawyer sits it in front of Kate, and she's like, can you read that for me? And Kate reads the screen names, and an overhead projector flips on so the whole courtroom can see the chat log. If you don't know what an overhead projector is, I'm sorry for your luck. The lawyer asks her to read the highlighted passage, and she hesitates, but she reads where she tells bernicky bernicky that she went to martin's willingly <gasps> joy and rod look at each other like what in the entire fuck and kate is up on the sand, looking like a cornered animal it's not going well
1: i have kate is slowly shitting her pants <laughs> yes. that's what is happening <laughs> uh so after court still in 1995 um kate is talking with her lawyer and she has to know how they got that information because chat logs are private they're private mm. they must have mm. tapped my phone and mm. lawyer says oh by the way uh, just to add insult to injury um Bernicke is Ashley so um your parents <laughs> what, what, what? are calling her now and I was like well why wasn't she in court <laughs> right? I thought this was this whole thing of like she was supporting her and she didn't even come to court and Kate's like I cannot believe this this is completely new information oh my god the lawyer says, Kate, you haven't been honest with me, and this is a huge problem. If there's anything else you're not telling me, I need to know. And then, or, Kate's like, yeah, there's so many things I haven't told you, but <laughs> we're not going to get into that.
0: Where do I start?
1: So still in 1995, Jamie shows up unannounced at uh, Ben's house. and uh, They got
0: to wrap up this loose end right and here. And
1: this is the dumbest fucking thing right here. This, this bit right yep. here irritates the shit on me. He just shows up at Ben's. I mean, after this has been what, a year? year? I'm not talking? Yeah. Yeah. And says, um, There's no apologizing for what I did, man. I shouldn't have been drinking or gave you a ride. I take full responsibility. And Ben says, Cool story, bro. You can go. (laughs) And Jamie's like, No matter what, you don't have to forgive me, but Vince Fuller didn't do anything wrong. (laughs) And then Ben slowly shits his pants. (laughs) I
0: said they share a long bro gaze.
1: I know. He slowly shits his pants and then smiles at Jamie like, oh, so you know I'm gay and you accept me. Cool. I'm glad the drunk kid from school's into it. (sighs) So Kate is at her house just staring at her chat history like, what other shit are they (laughs) going to drag up tomorrow? Because I said my mom smells bad. I said my dad was having an (laughs) affair. You know, just whatever. And this is when Mallory storms in and she's like, Ashley, really? Why? And Kate's like, well, she said I needed someone to talk to. And Mallory's like, well, that sounds nice. And I was like, Mallory is so desperate for attention. It's like, <laughs> I
0: know. however you feel, I will mirror that. That <laughs> sounds yes.
1: nice. And Kate's like, I thought I found a fellow kidnapping survivor. So no, Mallory, it wasn't nice. It sucks. She's like, I was wrong about Bernicki and I don't remember who the fuck Annabelle is. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's that still out there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and what if I don't have all the pieces to the puzzle? I think, I think, I think I'm ready to try what Sylvia suggested. Mallory says, are you sure? And Kate just gives her the look and starts dialing the phone because she's (gasps) sure. Okay. Wow. You know, (laughs) she's like, and at the tone, the time will be (laughs) 7.59. She's like, see that, Mallory? I did it. Anyways, (laughs)
0: Anyways, <laughs> no, she told her to call 1 800 for whales. Willie needs whales. our help, just like all the other whales do, too. Okay, so uh, cut to the video store now. I swear Vincent must live here,
1: he is always here, or the trash cans. That's all he's got yeah. going for. It. <laughs> That's
0: true. He had already taken the trash out, so he's got to go. To work. <laughs> ben comes in, and immediately he's apologizing. He's saying he's been punishing the wrong person, and I miss you. And Ben says, too little, too late. I just need to know what I did that was so wrong. And Ben says, everyone was staring at me, and that's, quote, when you tried to out us. And I was like, okay. He just tried to hold your hand, like, what I think was kind of discreetly. He wasn't right. like, hey, everybody, Ben is super gay. He's so gay over here. Ben's gay. Ben says he was scared, and Vincent's like, That's adorable. I'm black and gay in Texas. So, yeah, don't talk to me about being scared. (laughs) He says, I thought we were in this together. And Ben says, I want to earn your trust back. So he leaves because that's (laughs) how you earn earn people. I
1: want to earn your trust back, but not tonight. Like some other time. Like, you know, you smell like trash right now. Bye.
0: So, Kate is adding, breaking, and entering to her repertoire, and she has gotten into Martin's house through a window. This poorly
1: guarded home. Poorly yeah. guarded. Uh,
0: nobody put up any police tape. Nobody set a guard out front. Nobody gives a shit about Martin's house.
1: Why is it still full of his stuff?
0: That's true. Like, he had nobody
1: to take that out of there?
0: Yeah, this has been a year. Right? And everything's exactly how he left it. Okay, that's weird. Right? Okay. That's weird. Okay. So this is some kind of immersion therapy, and she's walking around the living room, and suddenly someone walks up behind her, and womp, womp, it's Jeanette. She <laughs> says, y- you really wanted me to meet you here, like we couldn't have done this at Whataburger. Kate says, this is where the truth is, and that's what we both want, right? And basically what it comes down to is that Kate is starting to think she's going to lose this case, and wants to settle.
1: But not with lawyers, and common but not sense. not with lawyers,
0: with Jeanette. In trauma. In trauma. Right. With trauma. <laughs> a person that she's pretty sure hates her in a house that was, you know. A murder that scene. Brings back Not triggering that memories. Yeah. yeah. So, Kate says bringing those chat room conversations into court was a low blow I was like, that's called strategy, Sweaty. And Jean, Jean.
1: Jean. Jean, Jean Jean. made a machine.
0: (laughs) Jeanette says, "Um, okay, you want to talk about low blows? Remember when you named me on national television and made me the most hated person in the country? You ruined my life, ring a bell. And Kate says, well, you stole mine. And Jeanette says, you didn't even want it. Ooh, she's not wrong. Based on everything we've seen, Kate kind of didn't want it right then and there. So Jeanette's not wrong. Um, She says I've read all the pages of your chat with Ashley and I mean I may not know the whole story but it's pretty lucky that a bunch of the your other secrets died with Martin Harris and Kate's like "Ooh, she got my number.
1: I want to say that Kate is walking around his house and the cutest pair of like Doc Martens that I had a very similar pair of in high school and I love them a lot.
0: Anyway. Oh, I always wanted Doc Martens so bad. When the band went to London to march in a New Year's Day parade, we went to the Doc Martens store there. And, I mean, it was giant. Think like FAO Schwartz, but for Doc Martens. So and cool. I wanted a pair so bad. And I don't know why I didn't get it. And I regret it to this day. Okay, go.
1: Anyways. So, <laughs> what's really weird <laughs> is Kate and Jeanette <laughs> are at this house at night. But then we go to the news reporter's on the courthouse steps in Skyland, where Jeanette and Kate have yet to appear. So I don't know if this is a time jump. I don't know what's happening. I don't know if they're trying to make oh, us think like, okay, one of them killed the other and they haven't shown up or one of them tossed the other in the basement. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You, Hulu, what the fuck's going on? Jeanette and Kate are talking and Jeanette says, you want you want to say I stole your life, but talk about Jamie. You were over him before you went missing. You came back to claim him, even though I loved him Kate's like, well, you went to sick links to keep him. And she's like, yeah, no, we just did that. I didn't do that. We've already been through that. And she's like, well, you broke into this house. And Jeanette says, yeah, I had to play hide and seek last summer. And she's like, and again, I- <laughs> Christmas Eve, 93. And Jeanette gets this look on her face like, oh, shit, I did. That's right. <sighs> but I didn't go in the basement. And you know that. And if you know that, then I guess you weren't in the basement either. Boop. And Kate's like, no, um, (laughs) funny story. I wasn't, (laughs) but I know you saw me. And Jeanette's like, no, I didn't. And Kate says, well, the night you broke in, I was home alone. And I was like messing with a snow globe and totally not being kidnapped. So how did you know that? And Jeanette's like, wait, okay, wait, this is a lot of information. Jamie got a weird message and we thought it was you, but how could you make a phone call if you were kidnapped? The message was just breathing in that out-of-tune snow globe. She said, once I heard that, I knew that you called from upstairs. There was no way you were in that basement. And guess you? And she's like, I guess you want to keep that secret buried. <laughs> <laughs> and Kate says, well, yeah, when you were in here, I hid on the second floor. And Jeanette's like, well, I didn't know anyone at home. I saw Martin at the mall. I figured he was going to be there for a while grabbing pretzels. So I figured I'd just run, take a quick gander through his house like a creep. And then I took the snow globe and I left. And Kate's like, yeah, and I found your stupid you go girl, not close to you. You were still wearing even though you and Mallory weren't friends anymore. It's weird. <sighs> Jeanette's like, well, if that proved anything, I'd be arrested by now. And Kate says, This is this is the big revelation. Kate says, I looked out this window and I saw your bike. And Jeanette says, But you didn't see my face, did you? And Kate's like, No, well you turned and looked at me, but your face is in shadow and you had a hood up, and I saw your bike with a stupid card on the wheel. And Jeanette is immediately shook. She's shook. Shook, shook, shook. Quick flashback to the garden party after the dip wad squad <laughs> threw, ballo- <laughs> threw balloons at the garden party. When Jeanette and Mallory run off, Mallory jumped on Jeanette's bike. And Jeanette jumped on Mallory's bike. And so Jeanette asked Kate, you mean the bike with the boombox and the card? That's not my bike. It's Mallory's. Jeanette starts to walk away as Kate says, what? And Jeanette says, uh, yeah, it was Mallory that saw you, which we've known all along. Come on. We've known this all along. Yeah, we called it. And then we get this quick flashback to the good Kate and Mallory memories as Kate looks like someone just punched her in the crotch. (sighs) She's like, it was Mallory. How is that even possible? Well, they're going to walk us through that right now, kids, just so you know. (laughs)
0: So, back in 1994, we see Jeanette sneaking into Martin's house at night, and Mallory is conveniently riding her bike by the house, even though she doesn't live anywhere near here, but okay.
1: You don't know. Everybody lives near Martin. Everybody <laughs> That's does. That's
0: true. Like, Skylin is like a circle, and he's just like right in the middle. Everybody His house to is by the by Batman, beacon. A Batman Beacon. It's the Batman Beacon. Yeah, it's just drawn everybody. Everybody's up. drawn to it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So she sees Jeanette breaking in. She's like, oh, I am so busting you, Jeanette Turner. In 1995, Jeanette is telling Kate how Mallory told her that she saw Jeanette breaking into Martin's house and how she was hoping Jeanette would get caught. So she was hiding behind a tree and watching. But after Jeanette left, Mallory decided to follow her. Mallory hears the loud crash inside the house when Kate panicked and was turning off all the lights and made all the noise. And she sees someone standing in the window. Back in Jeanette's room with the snow globe in 94, Mallory busts in, already on the attack, lecturing her about the list and stealing and how she acts so perfect and how she dumped her as a friend and here she is breaking into Martin's house a million times and Jeanette's like, fine, here, take it, gives her the snow globe, She's, we aren't even friends anymore so I don't know why you even care what I do. So Mallory takes the snow globe and leaves. 1995, Jeanette tells Kate that if she searches Mallory's room, you'll probably find that stupid snow globe. And Kate's like, oh my God, you're not lying. Shit, it really was Mallory who saw me. And Kate is so conflicted. She's like, I swear, I thought it was you. I would have never accused you otherwise. She tells Jeanette she's so sorry. And Jeanette's like, okay, great. Thanks. But um, can I ask what happened between you two? And she means between Kate and Martin. Kate says, Well, we were friends, then we were more than friends. But there's this one thing that I just can't seem to remember. And my therapist says, Maybe if I go back down there, it will unlock the memory. Will you come with me? And Jeanette's like, Sure. And we've already talked about this off mic that this is crazy. Go into a basement dungeon with someone who hates me? Sure, sounds good. guys. (laughs) (laughs) Woo!
1: Grab the wine coolers. So they walk down the stairs, Kate first, because Jeanette's no fool. She's like, I'm not getting my ass <laughs> locked down here. You go first, bitch. There's a blood stain on the floor, and Kate looks at the mirrors, and Jeanette asks if she's okay. And Kate immediately starts monologuing because that's all Kate knows how to do. And she's like, The night before I was rescued, he came down here, and something was different something was wrong. He was vulnerable. It seemed like he had worked up the courage to kill me. So we get the flashback to 1993 where Martin walks in and he's carrying very ceremoniously this wooden box and da da da, da and brings, her, so brings it to Kate who was sitting on the floor reading because she's locked in the basement and she says is this how this ends? And he says well I tried to find another way but there is none. And Kate's immediately like wait 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 we can figure something out. Martin tells her that the police came here today. It's only a matter of time before they're back with a search warrant. Why? Why did they come there? Why were I don't they... know. That's never explained, guys. Nope. It's never explained. I don't know why. what got them tipped off to Martin, but there you go. So he opens up the box and inside is a gun. And he says, this is Annabelle. She's a family heirloom. And Kate's like, cool. Why did you bring it down here? And he says, she took my father's life. I was like, so that's a family heirloom and your dad used it to kill himself? That's weird. That's super weird. It is. Weird. It's creepy. It's weird. And so Kate asks him, okay, she took your dad's life. Are you going to take mine? Is that what we're doing here? I mean, Martin just immediately starts crying. I'm sorry for the things I've done, what I'm about to do. It's the only way. Go live your life. See the world like we wanted. Know that you were truly loved. Goodbye, Kate. And he puts the gun up to his temple like a weenie. And she gasps, but he can't do it. And did you notice he's wearing his Widow's Falls sweatshirt because he's just got to bring that around. And he never intended to kill himself, kids. He just never did. So he drops the gun and he walks away to the stairs and he starts screaming and kicking the walls. And Kate, the only time she's not a fool, grabs the gun off the floor and points it at him. And he's like, Kate, what are you doing? It's me, Martin, we're friends. I'm as wrong as me and you. i will find a way. Just give me the gun. We'll go to Bora Bora. No biggie. Let's do this. And he's like, you remember you love me. And they have this little flashback to the happy times. And then the flashback to when he hit her and threw her down the basement. And then the gun fires and Martin falls over. Which he got like barely shot. He didn't get shot in any like anything important. So I don't know why he fell over. (laughs) My problem is that she's still locked in the goddamn basement. I hope he has keys on him. I hope like that she can get out. Because she falls down next to him and starts crying. Like, oh my god, what have I done? Kate continues telling Jeanette, I sat with him all night. I felt paralyzed and guilty for loving him and hating him and killing him, you know. And Mm -hmm. then um, in the morning, I called the cops. And I was like, okay, you called the cops? Or were the cops coming for this supposed Martin saying they were coming? Jeanette's like, well, wait a second. The news said he died in a shootout. Kate's like, well, I guess they assume that. I think I might have internalized that, too. And we get the quickest flashback to when Jamie and Jeanette and Vince are out of the trash cans kissing and they hear a gunshot. So how is that a shootout? One gunshot does not equal a shootout media.
0: Fake news. Yeah. Fake news. Yep. You can't trust the liberal media, Tiffany. This
1: is Texas. There is no liberal media. (laughs) Okay, you got me. (laughs) So Kate tells Jeanette, I'm the bad guy. And Jeanette's like, no, no one blames you. <laughs> I mean, for <laughs> killing him. Kate says, you know what? You should sue me and take the money. Fuck my parents. Fuck their $11 million and their welfare and their entire lives. And just go. And Jeanette says, hey, it wasn't about the money. All I ever wanted was to maybe feel what it was like to be like you. You know, and I've been in the basement now and I realize it's not a great place. And I don't want to believe like you that much. And she's like, I never felt popular or beautiful. I was like, but you did, because you were dating Jamie, and you felt popular yes, and beautiful then. You did. And she's like, I just wanted to feel that just
0: once. Have the sun shine on me. Oh God. Oh, that that sixteen-year-old girl or whatever and her cat and wrote the show went too far with that line. <laughs> I rolled my eyes so hard. Okay, so we're back at the courthouse, but we're not in the courtroom. Kate is standing on the stairs outside talking to the reporters. She tells them she was kidnapped. That's the truth. But there's another truth I need to tell you, and that's that Jeanette Turner did not see me in Martin Harris's house. Jeanette Turner isn't a monster. She's a victim, too. And the reporters go nuts. Over at Mal's house, she's packing up and getting the hell out of Dodge. Kate appears in her doorway and asks, are you going somewhere? I mean, that's why people pat Kate. So yeah, probably. She says, Mal, I know you saw me. You were my friend and never said a word about it. And Mallory says, yeah, I saw a woman living freely, not in the basement. I figured it was Martin's sister or girlfriend or something. At the time, she had no idea that it was Kate. Kate says, well, you were half right, and Mallory says, it didn't make sense for a missing girl to be in the living room making a phone call. I, like, Again, I had no idea it was you, and I didn't even think much about it until I heard it on the news, and so we see Mallory in 1994, and of course, she's watching the news, as everyone in Skyland does about Kate's rescue, and she's like, oh, shit, that was Kate that I saw that night, and she says the world only knew about this girl who was being kept in the basement, and if I told my secret about that I saw you, I had to tell yours, too, because you were not in the basement at the time, but she's like, no worries. I'm hopping on a greyhound. You'll never see me again, Kate says, and leave me here without you. Don't you dare, and then they hug. (coughs) Oh, I love love. No, I don't. I hate it. Okay.
1: Okay. So, um, we go to the Marsha Bailey show because everybody was the Marsha Bailey show. Um, mm-hmm. this time she's interviewing Jeanette, who is dressed just as stupidly as Kate was the first go around, in the pencil <laughs> skirt and the little sweater and the pearls.
0: I thought her hair looked cute though. Oh,
1: she had something stupid stuck on the side of it. I didn't like it.
0: Shut up.
1: Uh, <laughs> she says, Jeanette. You lost a year of your life and your sanity. You were the most wronged woman in America. She says, Jeanette, given you resilience and grace, you were an inspiration. And for the part I played in what happened to you, I'm sorry for, you know, playing that interview of Kate being a dick. So Mallory and Kate are watching this and Mallory says it's a creep show. And Kate says, well, that creep is innocent. Let's go for our drive. So um, Marsha asks Jeanette, you dropped the lawsuit against Kate. Why? Jeanette says, well, it was never about the money, only the truth. Marsh says, okay, well, what does the truth, what does life look like for you now? She's like, I have a great life, a great dad, and a great boyfriend who hardly beats me up. I mean, it's like just every once in a while. And then she looks at the camera and she says, to the girl who named me
0: and could have done something sooner, Kate Wallace, I
1: forgive you.
0: Where's the shout out for crease? Who right. fucking turn the tables on this entire case? He's like Columbo. Well, they just let him go.
1: He's out there. Well, thanks for Derek. You know he's out there in like the trench coat and he's got a wonky eye <laughs> and he's out being Columbo.
0: <laughs> yes, love you, Chris. So, cut to Kate and Mal parking the car in and... the middle
1: of the street. They're parking it in the yeah. middle of the street. Mm-hmm.
0: yes they are because they're only happy when it rains and they're dancing in the parking lot and by dancing i just mean jumping up and down and kate suddenly stops rushes over to mallory and plants one over and then they a little bit more and they're keeping on jumping around so they're in love just like we thought too so, we're so smart. We have this thing all figured out.
1: I didn't realize it went both way in their love. I didn't realize that, that um, Kate was into That's Mallory. That's true.
0: Right. We were thinking Mallory's into Kate, but Kate's into Mallory, too. So, great. Everybody's happy. In 1994, we're back at Martin's house. Jeanette has let herself in with a key. Again. And she's snooping around. Again. And she hears one say, hello? Hello? Martin? If anyone can hear me, it's Kate Wallace. K-A-T-E. <laughs> Martins, lock me down here. Please help. And Jeanette starts to reach for the basement door handle. Then she pulls back. And then she smiles. The end. And Radiohead's
1: creep comes on. Yep. Another creep. Because she's that yep. creep. Remember from that creep show? That creep That creep is innocent. No, she's not. See, that's, that's the thing. They called it back.
0: Hey, look. Hey, she didn't see Kate nope uh nope
1: I mean that could have been anybody in the basement yelling this is Kate Wallace
0: And <laughs> that's out I've been yes. kidnapped it could have been a joke it could have been that sister that Mallory it could have been Martin in about. a wig downstairs you eating pretzels luring her down there under false pretenses she did it for her own safety we don't know his life that's right that's right okay the end thank god thank god, god. Woo! Yay. We did it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so next up is maybe, I'm thinking, we possibly might be, don't shoot me if we change our minds at the last minute as we are wont to do, Truth Seekers on Amazon Prime. So, is, go check it out. As Nick Frost,
1: if you're a big Simon Pegg and Nick Frost fan. Some Shaun of the Dead people here. That's some good. That's some good stuff. I'm really sad that you haven't seen Shaun of the Dead
0: because... <laughs> I know. I, I will I will watch it. Where do you think you can watch it? You think it's on Shaun Netflix? Shaun
1: of the Dead. Um, it might even be on Amazon. I don't know.
0: Okay. I'll look. Anyway, that's what I'm thinking. And I reserve the right to change my mind. But if you have any other suggestions or if you want to tell us what you thought of the conclusion of Cruel Summer and if you want to tell us did you have Doc Martens tell us all about it oh my god yes if you want to tell us about your Doc Martens that you had in the 90s when they were super cool you could let us know in a bazillion different places where are those places Tiffany
1: you can go to Facebook or Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. Um, you can go to Twitter at that So Pod. You can go to our website at That's So Original Podcast Or you can email us at That's So Original Podcast at gmail dot com. You can like and review us on iTunes. You can follow us on Stitcher and Spotify.
0: Send us an email that says literally anything and you will be my new BFF. Tell us about your trauma haircuts or hair dyes. Yes. Because yes. we haven't done that
1: and we need to experience through you. because.
0: No. Are we missing out on something that could improve both of our lives? We need to know. Or like tell us your chat room
1: names. Are you a Trauma Rama 79? Are you something super like. Do
0: you want me to tell you what my AOL I am name? Yeah. Okay. It was Swim Bush. Do you
1: realize how bad that is? Right, like that was
0: not great. Here's, here's, the, okay, yeah. I want to clarify that Bush and oh, by Bush I mean the band, I mean band Glissery, who I was a huge fan of, and Swim is my favorite Bush song, and so yeah, that was the genesis of my AOL IM name. Not anything dirty, although now I wouldn't dare. See,
1: here's the thing. I'm so old that I didn't have an AOL-AM. I I didn't do any of that. I didn't. Hey, bullshit. I didn't. You're not
0: that much older than I, I am.
1: But I didn't. I had my first Yahoo name, which is merlinmoon15 at yahoo.com. Oh, so you sweet. can send me an email there. I'll never get it because I don't know <laughs> what the password is. But um, <laughs> my cat's name was Merlin. I liked Sun and Moons at that time because it was a very 90s thing, yes, and 15 so- was my favorite number, so there you go. <laughs> I remember our so realtor, cool. when I bought, we bought our first house, my husband and I, when we bought our first house, said, oh, Merlin Moon 15, and I was like, shit, I need a new email
0: because this is bad.
1: He's like, what's that? And I was like, I, I don't know.
0: I do not know. I don't know her. I don't I, she, she doesn't live here anymore. <laughs> yeah tell us your um your username the, the best username you've ever had okay everybody we will talk to you very soon probably next week maybe so we'll see i don't know can't promise anything love you bye bye